Welcome back, San Antonio Spurs fans. This is No Magara George, and you are listening to the At The Line podcast. As always, I'm joined by Mac Pena and Ty Yeager. How are y'all doing today, guys? Doing good. Fantastic. Hey, for once, I can't mess up your name since I'm not the one saying it. (laughs) (laughs) That uh, That is very true. Um, but let's get down to business. Let's talk about the San Antonio Spurs. Our, sport, our Spurs are 2-3 and three through the first five games of the season. Um, what do you all think so far? I mean, they've played Memphis, Toronto, New Orleans, and they just had a back-to-back with the Lakers. What do we think of this team so far? You can go ahead, Ty. I'll let you take oh, this All right. So I'm I was going to say that it's kind of a mixed bag at the moment with how these Spurs are looking. One on one hand, they still have a lot of things that they really need to work out the kinks with. They need to improve some transition defense. We did see that in the final game, but there's some things that this team still needs to improve. But on the other hand, there's some really good things that this team is showing. That from compared to last season, this is a far better team in so many different aspects. And just to add on a cherry to the top of keeping a six-point game against the Lakers on Friday night, even with horrible refing on the last two minutes. I give I give the Spurs a just a A plus in how they played that night. Even if they even if it was a loss, there were some very encouraging things in the game as a whole as a whole. So I'm really excited for what this team can do, though. Yeah, I mean I'll I'll kind of piggyback off of that. I don't I wouldn't necessarily say that yesterday's um, yesterday's outing was was an A plus, but I definitely think you see a lot more. Uh, a lot more fight from this team that you didn't see last year um in 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 the not only the aggression but also just the tenacity that that the players are playing with um it's it's night and day from from what last year from what we we saw last year um now i think that they've with going against memphis with going against toronto i mean we saw them look pretty pretty good i mean that was probably especially the toronto game everybody thought the toronto game was going to be was going to you know chalk it up to a loss but going against one of the better eastern conference teams um or at least on paper everybody thought toronto was going to be pretty good i know they've kind of fizzled out a little bit also um but seeing them go against toronto and them looking pretty damn good um i think that was a great a great kind of litmus test of where they should be um, and then against the Lakers, I mean, you have the top, probably top, the top one player in, in the league and then another top, you know, three <laughs> or five. So it's kind of like you, you kind of can't, it's always hard to, to kind of gauge your team against, against a team like the Lakers because they're just so damn good. Um, you know, you can't necessarily say, you can't, you can never like say, oh, well, you know, this is how we should we should or this this team is doing horrible because you know they lost against the Lakers twice yeah every team loses against the Lakers twice or like most teams lose against the Lakers twice that's why they're the NBA champions you know that's why they have some of the two best players in the league right now and even their their supporting core or their supporting their supporting players are are still pretty damn good like Wes Matthews could not miss you know that first game that um that we went against that that, we, that they went against him so it's just it's it's always hard to gauge the team when they're going against you know the best team in the league and so even then but I, I do agree with Ty they did a hell of a job continuing to fight um, even in that first game against the Lakers we saw them get stomped in the first quarter um, and then 
you know, once Becky came in, they, they I think they were only down for the past or the next three quarters, they were only down like six points. So we saw them continue to fight each quarter for them to um, for them to try to come back and, and actually make it a game. One of the things that just overall looking at the Spurs team in the past two games is that if they can be competitive against the Lakers like they were, specifically looking at Friday night, they can be competitive with the rest of the league. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with both of you. Um, you know, I, I think I'm a little bit lower on the Spurs than y'all are, you know, coming into the season. But I love what I saw against Los Angeles. Yes, they lost both games. Uh, you know, they didn't execute down the stretch of the, this previous game. And the, and the one before, you know, they lost by double digits. But one thing that was different, like Max said, is this team fought. You know, a year ago, we probably would have seen Marco Bellinelli, Bryn Forbes in the fourth quarter. Um, and, mm. and, you know, mm. defensively, yeah, that's not a great combo. And we've already seen how this team can improve without them. And, uh, you know, I'm just excited to see what else they can do. And their next five opponents, you know, it's Utah, the Clippers, the Lakers again, unfortunately, and then the Timberwolves twice. And I kind of think they may be able to post a similar record. You know, I think they're probably going to go two and three, maybe three and two, so maybe break even. And I think a lot of this has to do with this young core. We've seen them running. We've seen them gunning. Um, just great stuff. Overall, really encouraging. DeJounte, Lonnie, and Keldon, they've started every game. That's not something that we saw last season. Yep. Um, Jakob's getting some run with LMA sidelined. We've seen Devin Vassell play 10-plus minutes in every game, except for last night, but I, I don't really think that was too surprising. You know, ha Have y'all also noticed that this young core is not only getting run, but really making the most of their opportunities so far? Yeah, right now, and if you look at the minutes per game, Lonnie, Keldon, and DeJounte are all averaging over 30 minutes a game. And that's, that's what you need in a youth movement. Some people are going to say that Oh, how is it, can it be a youth movement when you have four veterans and DeMar DeRozan, Patty Mills, LaMarcus Aldridge, and Rudy Gay running out there? It's like, you're, cause you're getting the majority of your young guys playing. You are still getting DeJounte Murray out there who has been outstanding with the way that he's scoring, the way that he's getting his teammates involved, and of just being a triple double machine in general. Keldon Johnson bodying everyone possible, being aggressive out there. Lonnie Walker, he's. I still think that he can elevate his game even further, but the way that he's, he's becoming a bit of a spark plug, that he's getting involved in the game, I really like what he can do. And with Derek White coming back, you just add on another defensive, defensive guru out there who can light it up from deep too. Now, especially if you look at his play from the bubble, but this team was actually looking pretty good. They went two and two without Derek, and then they went zero and one with Derek. But that's also Derek on limited minutes, but. You're getting your team back healthy, and I think that's going to be a biggest, the biggest factor going into this next run. Even if you don't have LaMarcus, I think this team can still be good without him. But getting Derek White back is going to be probably the biggest thing for this team. I mean, the youth movement is, I think, everything that we've we've wanted to see as as a fan base from the very beginning. Um, you know, when Dejounte was in, when 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 Dejounte was drafted, when Derek was drafted, when Lonnie was drafted. Um, I think all of them, especially, I think it, it was it culminated or Keldon after culminated after Keldon. I think that's when the fan base was really like, give us this youth movement. This is what, you know, we've been, this is kind of the quote unquote rebuild that we've been wanting or not wanting, but at least like, this is what we've been undergoing. So at least give it to us, stop this G league, you know, sending him in the G league, our first rounders and get him in those minutes, even though it's good development, but you know, we want to see our young guys play because if you're going to draft them, there's a reason why you're drafting them, and so you should be playing them at least in NBA, in the NBA, not just in the G League. And so 
seeing Dejounte, Keldon, and and Lonnie, especially those two, the last two guys, Keldon and Lonnie, um, seeing them come out and and just perform day in and day out, it's been it's been fantastic. And I think it's it's given. While there are still losses, it at least gives us a reason to watch the games. You know, as opposed to the previous seasons where we saw the same thing always happen. It would, you know, the the ball would stop, you know, on the low post, and it would sit there for a few seconds while you know LA tried to kind of make something happen, and then you know jack up a a horrible you know turnaround jumper. Um, you know, now we have we have ball movement. You know, we're seeing we're seeing guys. Um, run around and make plays, and you know, catch and shoot off off of the uh, the pass, and it's looking great. And 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 these guys, you know, these the younger core can actually defend at the same time. So a lot of what San Antonio's identity has always been was defense translates or defense translates to offense. And so seeing this defense again, seeing the the defensive tenacity being you know at the center point of 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 their game of their identity is is kind of it's refreshing it's 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 great again you know we're seeing these transition points uh come in and and um and and it's and it's just it's just watching fun basketball again absolutely absolutely it's been exciting to watch the spurs team um you know not only are you know i think they've been relatively successful given who they played this season but it's a different brand of basketball they're running faster you know they're shooting slightly more threes but these young guys are out on the court and if we're going to talk about the young guys we can't really you know glance over Keldon Johnson he's been great this year third on the team in points per game third in minutes per game second in free throw attempts per game first in steals per game first in rebounds per game and he's doing all this while shooting 45% from the field 43% from the three point line um he's been spectacular uh you know there's not really Anything else I can say about him, you know, that really hasn't been said about uh, from Spurs fans yet. I, I kind of want to know what y'all's take is on him. Do you think this is a sustainable thing or maybe just a hot start? I, I you know, I kind of tend to think that he's going to be able to maintain this at least a little bit <clears throat> going throughout the season. I think he, I think he can. He kind of sh- he did show that he had consistency down in Austin last season throughout the G League season. And so essentially he's just translating what he did in Austin to his to the NBA play and I think that his play in the NBA is going to be much better than it was in the G League, especially looking at his shooting. Looking looking back at Friday night's game against the Lakers, dude went off 5 for 8 from deep. And I know he has a weird, like, high-arcing shot, but, hey, if it's going in, it's going in. But he's showing that he's consistently can be stellar on defense against whoever he's going up against. He's gone up against Zion, Pascal Siakam, and LeBron James twice now, and he still put up some stellar points like head-to-head defensive stats but for him to go out there score score 15 points a game which is that's really what you just need from him do do it on the shooting level that he's doing which is a much much big much better improvement from his g league shooting to also getting seven almost eight rebounds a game at six 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 five come on it's 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 extremely fun to watch and it's just the way that he's aggressive out there, that he's bringing he's bringing energy to the floor, and that can't be ignored. And I think that again, I'm not sure that he's going to go off for for 20 to 26 points a night or anything like that. But you don't really need that from him. You just need him to be consistent on defense, and then bring you the offense whenever you need it to stretch the floor or just fight fight opposing teams down low. But I think I can agree with you. No, I think this is going to be a guy that can do it consistently throughout the season. 
you know, I'm going to say it. I think uh, Kelton has that superstar ability, you know, and that might be a hot take, but we're seeing from what each year that he's been in the league, I mean, or from last year, his rookie year to, to now, I mean, the guy, the thing that, that's special about Kelton's game is how efficient he is when driving to the paint. Like, he's insanely efficient because he makes at least, I mean, I mean, his, I can't, I don't have the stat in front of me, but I, le- I mean, if you have, if you're looking at the shooting splits, like you said, like point four four or point four five, point four two nine, point eight eight four two. So it's like he's shooting at least almost fifty percent, or making at least fifty percent of his baskets when he's driving into the lane, which is insane. And that's all his game is. Now he does. I mean, he has he has increased his his shooting from deep. Um, and I think we can see that progressing more. And I think he's going to be an extremely high. Um, three-point shooter because even last year you know in the bubble he was still shooting really well with Derek um, but his his game comes from from driving and you know going to the basket and cutting into the paint and so that's you know that's it's it's kind of like the the same thing as as LeBron James like a lot of LeBron James in his early years was cutting into the basket and and, and you know driving into the paint and then we started seeing LeBron add um, at his at range to his game. Now I'm not saying Keldon's going to be the same thing, but I'm just saying that's you know we saw the progression with with other players and the same thing with Kawhi. You know Kawhi wasn't a very good shooter to begin with, but his game was going inside and 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 you know taking these uh, either driving to the basket or, or or playing that mid range game and then he started adding on to his game. Um, and and Keldon Keldon has that Keldon has that. Uh, um, the talent and and also the the mentality to to always continually add to his game. So this kid is special, and to get him to snag him at twenty nine was absolutely incredible. Yeah, and, and I, I love Keldon, um, and I, I love your optimism. But I'm gonna go ahead and be the person who's a bit of a party pooper. You know, there, there's only you always are, you. You superstars always in the league <laughs> at, at any given time, right? And you know, Keldon has shown us some really really uh, encouraging stuff, but. I don't think he has superstar potential. I think very few players have superstar potential. And yes, he's defended guys like Zion, Pascal Siakam, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and he's done it well. Um, and on the other end, he's he's contributed pretty well, uh, you know, as, as far as a second-year player without a lot of experience under his belt. But, you know, with superstar players, you know, Kawhi obviously is an outlier. You know, someone like Kawhi or Jimmy Butler, you know, legendary work ethic continue to add to their game every year but they're also kind of like you know physical freaks in, in a way and when i look at keldon yes he's got a big body yes he can finish through contact um you know yes he can finish at the rim but when i look at him superstars and again you know he has plenty of time to add to his game but superstars have moves they have counter moves they have uh you know pretty extensive dribble packages and when I look at Keldon, that's not really something he has. And I'm not saying he's not going to get there. But like I said, you know, maybe 10 superstars in the league at once. To think Keldon, especially after maybe 22 games in his career, has superstar potential. I think it's a little bit early for that. You know, I think he can be a special player in his own right. You know, given that most 29th overall picks aren't even starters. And this kid is already starting for the San Antonio Spurs in his second year, like I said, without 20 games or, you know, 25 games under his belt, I think he's going to be really good. But superstar potential, I don't think he has that. Um, but, You're but, always you know, the anchor. May, may, maybe the I could be wrong. You know, I really hope, I, I hope that he proves me wrong. You know, I always hope that these San Antonio Spurs prove me wrong. Um, and, and they kind of have so far that early this season. 
Um, you know, they are two and three, but they're playing incredibly competitive basketball. They're they're playing uh, basketball that's better than their record. Yeah, they're definitely, definitely. They're playing basketball that's better than their record. But one thing that I've noticed is Pop and and uh, you know the coaching staff. It seems like when Lamarcus is in the game, and he'll be back soon. They're they're still figuring out how to balance you know these the vets with the bubble small ball that we saw, and it's been fun, but I don't think it's a finished product yet. Um, you know they're still operating at the tenth highest pace, so they're going fast. You know they're shooting about thirty threes per game, so that's up from last year. But it just isn't a finished product. But I'm I'm happy with what I've seen. Is there anything that y'all would change about the rotations if you could, if you were pop? You know what would you change to these rotations? Because for me it would probably be phasing out Rudy Gay a little bit. And I know he hasn't been awful, um, but he hasn't been great. And I can't help but feel like a regression is going to happen because that's just typically what we've seen from him. You, you, you call me out from our from our Twitter DM conversation, Noah. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, I, think the, I think the change I would do is phase out LaMarcus Aldridge just completely. And uh, I think that we, this team has shown that they can be – I think they're a better product without LaMarcus. I know offensively that the center position doesn't look as bright, especially if you look at the Friday night game against the Lakers where both Drew Eubanks and Pirtle only scored zero points combined. So I know yeah. the I know the offense is definitely lacking at that center position, but it was also between some of the two best guys in the league and Anthony Davis and LeBron James. I think those two could really – work up a scoring frenzy against teams that lack in a big man position or just have a less a someone that isn't top 10 essentially top 10 in the league between two different players but i think that the brutality that drew eubanks can bring to the floor the i know pearl still needs some there's some improvement that pearl needs to show but i think if you played those two over a guy like LaMarcus, I think those two just fit better with the team's, the team's uh, scheme, as you would say, especially being a defensive-minded team. And also, LaMarcus Aldridge, he's 37 years old. He's You can you can already see that he's regressed, and it doesn't help that he had a shoulder, a shoulder surgery as well. It, the, the regression is there. by the way. 35, sorry, but it's you can see the regression with LMA already, and it's it's going to be it's going to suck to see. I know he only has one year on his contract. My, I think you just need to phase him out. I thought it was I thought the best thing for the Spurs again going up against the Lakers two, twice was to not have LMA out there, and I know that's some that some people are not going to agree with that, but that's what that's what I personally would do. Yeah, and I'll let Mac go here in a second. But I gotta be that guy again, Ty. I gotta be the guy who disagrees with you. All right, um, let, let Mac you know, go, and then well, you. Marcus has done, uh, you know, pretty spectacular. But I can let Mac talk a little bit about what he would change in the rotation. But I still think at this point, Lamarcus is better than Drew Eubanks. Like Drew Eubanks may be scheme wise a better fit, but Lamarcus is still the better player. And you so, can't bench a guy like that who's making twenty four million. So I'm not especially if you're trying to move away from. So him I'm not. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say start Drew Eubanks. I actually prefer Yaka Pertle in the starting lineup just with the way that he fits with those young guys. But I think I think Drew would be a better would be a better candidate within the rotation. That's what I'm saying. Uh, All right, Mike. Well, Mike, you yeah, go. Yeah, I mean, so so easily. What, what Noah's saying that goes without a doubt. Like LA is still, still probably one of the better the one of the better players on the team. Um, you know, his performance hasn't been very good, <laughs> like, or his performances haven't been very good. But it, again, it could be also attributed to to a shoulder injury, um, and then now his knee injury that he's kind of nursing right now, um, and that's why we we've seen him out. But 
I mean, I, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go with. I think I just I just think overall in general, the, the Spurs need help. Um, you know, in the front court, whether it's whether it's the four position or the five position, they just need somebody else that's gonna come in and and uh, and and add some points, be like a, a third or fourth option in scoring, um, and and a paint you know a paint defender because. You know, Pirtle for some reason. I mean, maybe it's because of the inconsistent minutes again, but it's just he he's had a good game and then he's kind of regressed a little bit and had a good game and then kind of regressed. And it's just and again, I think it's we're seeing it because he we saw it last year where when he had a good amount of run and it was, he was getting consistent minutes. You know, he showed his his potential. Um, and then when it started when his minutes started fluctuating again, it kind of his 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 play and his game kind of went with it and fluctuated. Um, and I think this year has been kind of indicative of the same thing, where if he doesn't receive consistent minutes, his game doesn't translate very well. Um, I would say because not having consistent minutes doesn't allow you to have consistent play. Right, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, I think Pirtle can fill that starting position center, especially, like you said, how it fits around with, with the younger core. But I think just in general, adding another... Um, Adding another uh, somebody to that front court that can either play that four or can can be that combo forward, um, where they they can switch from the four or five. Because right now the small ball lineup that they're playing, like all the guys are are six five and, and below, or, or you know six five six six, and that's not that's not very big. Like usually you know in your four spot you have like a six nine to six. 10 6 11 type of guy where where they can guard larger forwards um or you know smaller centers and right now the spurs don't have that like they have la or i mean outside of rudy but we all know how you know he's his progression is going to be eventually it's it's not i mean he's older too it's not gonna it's throughout the season it's not gonna it's not gonna sustain it's not gonna last um but for a starting you know for a starting front court type of player you need somebody that's going to help you out there and right now they don't have that so it's the player that i'm like i'm thinking of what that you're saying is christian wood, um, they the spurs, christian wood the, period the, the, the spurs the spurs need a player that's like a year four rudy gay instead of a year 14 rudy gay but yes i, I think rudy gay's like model of like the type of player that he is is what the spurs need but they just need a younger more consistent version of that yeah absolutely that's what i'm saying christian wood they should have just picked up christian wood I'm gonna die on that yeah, hill. That, that, I'm gonna that die. Would on have that would have been a that would have been nice if they got Christian Wood. I, I'm gonna harp on the Lamarcus Aldridge thing one last time, and then we'll move on. Okay, hit, um, t- just know, roast me. You know, LMA hasn't been good this season, but he's coming off of a shoulder surgery. He's 35 years old. He hasn't played basketball in probably five months, six months. Um, you know, it's going to be rusty. He's not yeah. going to be good at the start of a season. And I just, you know, I have a couple stats that I have ready here, so. I think these games would have gone different against the Lakers had he played. For his career, he's held Anthony Davis under 39% shooting from the field. And last year, he held him to 9-25 from the field when he played the Lakers as the primary defender. Um, you know, I can't help but feel LaMarcus, yes, he, he's lost some mobility, but he can still bang around with big guys. And as much as Anthony Davis loves the mid-range, as much as he, you know, has stretched his game out to the three, he still gets a lot of his buckets on the inside and... That's where I think LaMarcus can be useful. Yes, Drew Eubanks is a serviceable backup. Yes, he plays with energy. He's more mobile. But at the end of the day, he's not a better player than LaMarcus Aldridge is right now. And I'm not taking Eubanks over LaMarcus, not even as a backup. 
You know, not as a backup, um, not as a starter. In no scenario am I taking Eubanks because I like him. He he earned his contract, but he's not even you know he's not even close to a Lamarcus level player right now. And that's really not an indictment of him. That's really just Lamarcus is still a good player. Um, but you know, I'll move on from that. You know, I think so to- just my counterpoint is I know Drew Eubanks is not going is not a better overall player. But I, like, like I said, I think he fits better in a def- – especially if you're trying to go defensive-minded. Drew Eubanks is actually def- posting the best defensive ranking on the team at the moment. And I just – that's yeah, that's, 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 that's my the- that's my thinking of why I would rather have Drew Eubanks in there just as a defen- defensive-minded person at this moment. Yeah, I, I just think that's incredibly context-dependent. Drew Eubanks has come in at the end of games or he's come in as a backup against backups. Um, so just like Jakob last season where he played a lot of backups and that's when he posted his best numbers, um, you know, that's probably what's going to happen with Drew Eubanks. You know, he hasn't played against a lot of starters. He hasn't started any games. Um, and we're also, you know, we're five games into the season, so I think it's too early to read into anyone um, except for Keldon Johnson. Keldon Johnson is really good, um, really fun to watch. He's going to keep being good. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we can we can move on from this topic. You know, I think we've covered – you know, pretty much everything that Spurs fans need to know through five games this season. So let's go ahead and have some fun. So I didn't announce it earlier, but this is a special crossover episode. We have Brandon and Paul of the Even Odds podcast here to do some Spurs trivia with us. How are y'all doing? Doing great. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah no, the, the, I'm yeah, super the, happy. Yeah, the two Blazers fans here were just dying to mention something about Lamarcus Aldridge. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta tell you, like honestly, like it's, it's, it's so refreshing to hear a a fan base talk about their team that's not here in Portland or not the national media talking about how great LeBron and Giannis are. So it was, it was really great to hear your takes on it because I never would have thought Kilden Johnson was going to be a superstar at all. He is. And now I you're telling me he is. It was really hard to bite my tongue when you guys were talking about how L.A. was washed up because I mean, there's a soft spot here, obviously in Rip City for L.A. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> we'll gladly take him back if he'd like him, you know, Ennis Cantor in return. You know what? Yeah, I, if you, I if probably you have connections. Go for it. <laughs> I, I, hey, I, w- I wanted the Spurs to take in his canter whenever he was on the trade market from the Knicks uh, when that happened. So I will gladly make that trade. <laughs> I, the only reason I'd be happy to get rid of him is because we have Harry Giles sitting there, and I think Harry Giles is has star potential. He's not going to get there, but he has star potential. He's very we'll fun take to him. watch. Yeah. We'll take him too. Oh, oh, I'm yeah. not, I, would, I, I yeah. wouldn't give you Harry Giles for almost anybody. I, I'm in <laughs> oh. love with the kid. So. Well, I thought maybe your soft spot for Lamarcus might, you know, change your mind. <laughs> Trump but that a little bit. That's yeah. okay. I mean, he did. He did willingly <laughs> leave us. So I mean, it, you know, lovers scorn. You know, baby. So I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make a confession here. I'm usually I'm a diehard Spurs fan, but I do have a Damian Lillard jersey in my closet. As you should. Oh, that's awesome. He's, I, mean, I love he's, to hear he's, that. He's, <laughs> he's one of the most likable players in the NBA. It's really hard to hate on Damian Lillard. Absolutely. So. But to be but to be honest, the Blazers are probably my second second favorite team in the league. But I also well, think that's see, my now, small market bias. Now, now, now you're just you know you're kissing up to us. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I could have named your ro- I could have named your roster if you guys asked me. Without looking, nice. Without looking, nice. without looking. Well, it's, it's, it's a good thing that wasn't one of the questions that we wrote. So <laughs> no, no, no. We, most of our most of He's our questions of are Spurs. There's a few non-Spurs questions, but they're mostly Spurs or Spurs adjacent. <laughs> All right, we, we can take that. Yeah, we're ready. We're totally ready. All, all of us, uh, you know, we studied, kind of. Um, so, <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, nice. We're, we're ready I don't for need your to study. trivia. We're ready for this trivia. I think we're going to knock it out of the park or, you know, just crash miserably. 
<laughs> Should be fun. These games. So we're, we're over at the Even Odds podcast. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us anywhere you find podcasts. Uh, we've been around just a few months now, but we've uh, been lucky enough to have some great guests, including Noah, who came on recently um, and had a we had a great time talking to Noah. Uh, so we appreciate the opportunity to share these games, any opportunity that we get. Uh, that's been fun. I wrote some games today uh, just kind of for the fun here. Paul's going to play along with you, uh, but I usually handicap Paul as much as possible. So look for me to do that and try to make things as hard on him as possible. Uh, the first game I've got for you is called Build-A-List. It's a very simple concept. I state a category, and each person takes turns naming players that fit in that category. It's double elimination, so two wrong guesses, you're out. Last person standing gets the point. Um, I'll probably offer some bonus point opportunities as well, uh, things that I think might be really difficult. Paul only gets one wrong guess. If Paul gets a wrong guess, then I'm going to boot him out immediately. <laughs> We're going to go with Mac, Ty, Noah, Paul. That's the order we're going to go with. And we're naming all-time Spurs All-Stars. Any Spur player who has ever oh, okay. made an All-Star game. Oh, there are easy. 21. 21 of these players. And I'm going to give bonus points for anyone who only did it once before 1980. Oh. Okay. So we're going to start with Mac. Uh, I'm going to go easy. I mean, it's Tim Duncan. Uh, Tim Duncan, he yeah, he made a couple, couple, uh, couple All Star games, fifteen of them to be exact. <laughs> so number one yeah, in franchise history. Yeah, it's a little known <laughs> player. <laughs> Next up is Ty. I'm gonna go Sean Elliott. Sean Elliott, nice two All Stars in the '90s. Absolutely. Back to Noah now. We'll we'll go even more old school. We'll go with George Gervin. The George Iceman. Gervin, Ooh, the yeah, Iceman. number number yeah. two all time with eleven All Stars. Paul. I mean, we already talked about him a little bit. Put some respect on his name, LaMarcus Aldridge. LaMarcus Aldridge, <laughs> three-time All-Star, absolutely. <laughs> Back to Mac. Uh, we're going to do Tony Parker. Tony Parker, yeah, six-time All-Star. Ty. All right, si former six-man of the year, Manu Ginobili. My man. Manu Ginobili, two-time All-Star. Yeah, I thought there'd one. be more than that. I thought there'd be more than that, but two-time All-Star. And uh, this is funny, 2005 and 2011, so six years separated his two All-Star appearances. Uh, Should have no been every year. Should have been every year. Um, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I'll have to go with my man, uh, I, I think Alvin Ro Roberts, Robinson, right? I think that's his name, Alvin Robinson. Robinson? I'll give you, I'll give you that Robertson he, three I, times he, in the eighties. Yeah, he, he played with uh, yeah he played with uh, David Robinson for a minute. Nice, that's a good one. I like it, Alvin Robertson three times in the eighties, eighty six, eighty seven, and eighty eight. Paul, no one said Kawhi yet, have they? No oh, one said God, Kawhi don't, yet. Yeah, we don't, he who yeah. shall now be named. <laughs> hey man, I'm not I, I'm not I'm not spot. in the middle of I'm not in the middle of the Alamo here, so I can I can say Kawhi. We don't like him in Portland either. So yeah, two time All Star player, one time All Star whiner. It's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> back to Mac. Um, we're gonna do Avery Johnson. Avery Johnson is not on the list. Although, did you mean him as what? a coach? Because oh, I, I didn't count coaches. So I'll give you a redo if you meant it as a coach. Did sure, he coach the Spurs? Coach. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's go with that. I'm surprised he never made a team. I'm yeah, so never made an all-star team as a player. <laughs> all right. Give it to me as a coach. <laughs> all right. So try again, Mac. All right. Let's, um, we haven't said David Robinson, right? I don't, I don't think we've said yet. the Admiral yet. Yeah, made a couple right, of them, 10 to be exact, 10 all-star appearances <laughs> for David Robinson. Absolutely. And in my opinion, now it gets kind of tough. So uh, we'll see to tie now. All right, I'm guessing they had to be on the Spurs to make a playoff, make an all-star team. 
Yeah, I'll start with the just, Spurs. Ah, uh, all right. This okay. is going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Um, I'm just naming this as a retired number, Artist Gilmore. Artist Gilmore, two-time All-Star from the Spurs in the oh, 80s. Let's Absolutely. Go. Let's go. Whoa. We've learned in this in these games, <laughs> Artist Gilmore is usually an answer. So <laughs> It's the only thing I had left was Artist Gilmore because it's been on our show. <laughs> All right. No, Noah, I'm going to be honest with you. This is tough. And let's see. I'm going to give you a hint. There is nobody left after like 1980 yeah <laughs> yeah I, I only have one guy left and it's because he played with george gervin i'm pretty sure he was an all-star larry keenan larry keenan's three-time all-star fantastic poll no i'm impressed paul that's it that's all i have so after that i'm done <laughs> we're still missing I mean, we're still I'm, missing I'm, one that's that's pretty good count me out because i can't even think of besides gervin i can't think of anyone on the spurs that very, early very the fair so one, paul's out i have the, the last that? one that I have is, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the last one that I have is James Silas. Silas. Yeah, yeah. Two time, two time All Star in the seventies. Fantastic. Got got anybody tie? Oh, nice. I I know this is wrong, but Matt Bonner. I just not that out there. <laughs> you know what? There should be bonus points for that. <laughs> yeah, bonus points for not getting Matt Bonner. Absolutely. Um, all right, uh, all right. Um, I'm saying this is going to be a question, but can we name All Star? Not All Star players, but. They perf- they performed in all star uh, events. Well, that's not on my list, so you won't get a point. But if you want to name them, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, there's nine left, but they're all from the seventies. There's oh nine. God. Oh wow. Jesus. Yeah, one from the sixties. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. You know what? I don't even think I this person a lot around in the sixties. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, and feel free to pass. If you don't have a name, we can call this. I think, uh, let's see here, Mac was the last one. Noah, I'll give points to Mac and Noah for getting the last two numbers if we uh, if we call it. We can call it if nobody has a name. I'm out. I'm totally out. I don't, yeah, I don't. I think, I think this is this is like the Spurs that were playing like in the Alamo Dome. <laughs> yeah, this is stuff. I don't know who any of these back people Back in are. the ABA days. <laughs> so we've got a three-time We might be in... <laughs> uh, three-time All-Star John Beasley is on the list, 68, 69, oh. and 70. Uh, we got Rich Jones, Steve Jones, Smith Nader, Donnie Freeman, Cliff Hagen, Billy, Billy Paltz, and my favorite name, Cincinnatus Paul, Powell. All right, I so, must be wow. a Bill Spurs fan because I don't know any of those names. <laughs> I think this is like Dallas Chaparral's territory, like – yeah. I think it is. I, I, I don't know. I've never. I, are you sure Cincinnatus? What was the name? Is that a real person? Cincinnatus. <laughs> are you sure these it. guys actually played? In... It's it's possible. I feel like I lost the opportunity. I missed an opportunity to name one of my kids Cincinnatus. I feel remorse right. now. <laughs> it should have been. I I feel like Cincinnatus should have been my little girl's. At least my two year old. She seems like a Cincinnatus. Was was yeah. was Coffee She's Black sassy. not on the non on an All Star team? Because I know he played for the Spurs at one point before he went back to the. Uh, Flint Tropics. That's true. That is true. <laughs> not, not, not with the Spurs, anyway. At least. Um, so that that you guys did great on that list. Honestly, I wasn't expecting. Uh, I wasn't expecting Artis Gilmore or James Silas or um, or, or Larry Keenan to get 
picked. So that's fantastic. Um, I gave points to Mac and Noah because they got the last two that were really uh, obscure. Uh, we're going to do another one of these. This one is less Spursy. This one's more just general uh, recent NBA. Uh, we're going to do the same order. We're going to do Mac, Ty, Noah, Paul. And we're going to do players with at least 400 two-point shots made last season. So, uh, you know, going to be big guys and guys who shoot mid-range shots. So players with at least 400 two-point shots made last season. Uh, is 21. Spurs, sorry, is this Spurs only or is it just any players? Just any player in the NBA. So, like I said, I did uh, I did lots of Spursy games and then a few that are uh, that are a little bit general NBA. So, uh, okay. just to kind of mix things up a little bit, uh, there might be a spur on the list. It's very possible. We're talking about two points made last season. Uh, there are twenty one players on this list. So, Mac, you're up. I'm gonna go with Demar Derozan. Demar Derozan, yes, absolutely. Number three on that list with five hundred and forty eight last year. Ty. Wow. I'm going to go uh, the Joker, Jokic. Uh, let's see. The Joker, Jokic. Yes, absolutely. Number six, 485. To Noah? Giannis? Giannis, yeah, number one on that list. Because all he does is dunk. 596. <laughs> Two-pointers made. Fantastic. From everywhere on the court, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Paul? Is that uh, CJ McCollum? CJ McCollum, yeah, number 16 on that list. Yeah, CJ, Mr. Midrange right there. Mac? Yep. I'm gonna go with um, Lamarcus Aldridge. Aldridge missed too much time, but normally he is on this oh, list, so that's one it. strike for Mac. Tie. Dang it, injuries. I'm gonna go with Luca. <laughs> Luca, yeah, number 19 on the list, 410. Noah. Uh, wow. Uh, LeBron. LeBron, yeah, number four on the list, 495. Back to Paul. I'm going to assume Russell Westbrook because he can't shoot from outside. (laughs) (laughs) Number two on that list, 549. Absolutely. That checks out. One more than DeRozan did last year. (laughs) Back to Mac. Okay, so then uh, then I'm going to go AD, um, Anthony Davis. Yep, number seven on that list, 479. Back to Ty. I'm going to go Kawhi. Kawhi, number 20 on that list, just barely 409. He had four. Oh dang! Let's go. <laughs> oh, I, got, I got saved. I got saved. And I'll give I'll give a bonus point to the person who gets number twenty one on the list, which is exactly four hundred. So <laughs> I'll give a bonus point to that. Noah, back to you. Um, De- maybe Demontis Sabonis. He shoots inside he, a lot, right? That's like kind yeah. of a stick. Yeah, number ten on that list. Four forty one. Nice pull, Paul. I'm going pure volume. On this one, what about Devin Booker? Oh yeah, yeah, number five, four hundred eighty-six. Yeah, that guy. All oh, he does wow. is shoot. <laughs> Back to Mac. Um, I'm going to go with. Uh, let me try this one, James Harden. I know he shoots outside a lot, but I mean, he he's like like Paul said, pure volume. Harden not on the list. It's a good guess, Damn, but ooh. not on the list. It's just too many three point shots and too I'm many uh, too many missed shots that equal foul shots. There you so. go. I like that. Okay. Uh, so Mac is. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're here for. We're 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 here to to sort of compliment people. That's what we do. We have uh, to be relatively <laughs> kind to James Harden because on the odd chance that Neil Olshay actually pulls the trigger and brings him into Portland, we don't want him to absolutely hate the city already. Oh so. yeah. yeah, and well, he's definitely a listener. It won't happen. I'm it's sure a guarantee. Yeah. It won't happen. Yeah, but, I'm sure yeah. he's one of our listeners. One of our one of our tens of listeners is James Harden. That's the way <laughs> uh, yeah. So so Mac is out. Ty, you're up. 
I'm going to go with the man who had no help last season, Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal, yeah, number 14 on that list, 423. Wow, Back to one. Noah. Ooh, good pickup. Yeah. Um, Bam Adebayo. I kind of feel like he never shot threes, so. Yeah, number 11 on the list, 430. I love Bam. I just love Bam Adebayo. He's so much fun to watch. Oh, yeah. Paul. Okay. Um, how many guys are left? There can't be that many, right? Mm-mm. Eight. Eight oh, players God. left. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry, Paul. Join me. Join me in, I had, in the I had, box. I had Brad Beal in my head, and then he was sad. I'm trying to think. I'm just going to go just based off because he can't shoot outside of eight feet. How about lifelong blazer Hassan Whiteside? Yeah, number 12 on that list. Absolutely. 432. Wow, that's a good one. He shot a lot. A lot more than he should have. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> back to Ty. Uh... I'm thinking of I'm thinking of like all stars. I'm gonna go Spider, Spider Mitchell. Uh, oh, Donovan Mitchell, so yeah, yeah. Number oh four. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Number thirteen, four hundred twenty-nine. Hey, Back to Noah. You guys are crushing this list. It's getting dicey now. Uh, yeah, six now. I, six I also left. feel like Montrez Harrell cannot shoot at all, right? Like, but he was sixth man of the year, <laughs> right? So. Like, he didn't shoot any... I'm going to go with Montrez, then. I, I I don't know if he is, but I'm hoping he is. The man, yeah, the man who got bullied by Drew Eubanks? <laughs> yeah, he's he's number eight on the list. 471. That's fantastic. Great pull. Oh, wow. That's a great one. Okay, oh. that's way higher than I thought. Back to Paul. Is that back to me already? Yeah. Jeez. It's quite There's a, the, let's see. We've got Crap. number nine on the list is still out there, and then it's 15, 17, 18, and 21. So. Man, I am... Absolutely drawing a blank here. I'm, I'm going to say um, Pascal Siakam, not Pascal Siakam. <laughs> Paul is out, but it's down yeah. to Ty and Noah. Neither one have strikes. Back to Ty. Welcome, Paul. All right, so I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice over here. It's, it's yeah. relaxing. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so if Montrez was on the list, as well as Hassan Whiteside, Andre Drummond. Yeah, number 18 on the list, 413. That makes sense. I'm thinking of big men who God, just uh, work inside. I forget he's still in the league sometimes. <laughs> Isn't he on Cleveland now? Oh, man. This is uh, yeah, this is a tough one. I, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure I feel like he has to be in there. I'm going to go with uh, Rudy Gobert because like, all he does is dunk too, right? Like, oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, good one. Not Rudy Gobert. Probably just not quite enough shot what? attempts. So that's oh, one man. strike Whoa. for Noah. Dang. Okay. Yeah, he's crazy efficient. He couldn't. He must have just not shot enough. He must have been. Yeah, Dang. must have okay. been. All right. Ty. I'm going to go with the other Nikola. Nikola Vucevic? Uh, not Vucevic either, which shocks me. I thought he'd be Damn on that it. list. Wow. So that's a strike for Ty. There's a strike for each of you. Ty has the last correct answer. So if Noah doesn't get one here, Ty wins. Okay. Um, how about... Uh, um, God, I'm trying to think of big men in the league. We've got a lot of them. <laughs> and I feel like we haven't named a ton of big men. Um you know what? How, how about how about just uh, Jonas Valanciunas from the Grizzlies? He he averaged like eighteen or so points a game last season, right? Like he was pretty high volume. Yeah. He had exactly four hundred. That's their bonus point right there. Noah gets a oh, bonus point for you Jonas got the Valanciunas. Bonus. <laughs> exactly four hundred. Back to Ty. Think of our big man. I'll give you a hint, Ty. There aren't any more big, big man. 
What? That's a good. That's a I'll good. Give, I'll give you a hint. The, the <laughs> last three are either guards or wings. Ooh. Oh man! Now I gotta think of a high-scoring guards. <laughs> guards are wings. Um, I think this one's out here. Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris number fifteen on that list. Four hundred and twenty-two. Nice damn it, Ty. Ty. <laughs> Let's go. Two. I was. I'm was thinking because nice. I'm thinking. I'm not sure because I thought. I was thinking Joel Embiid goes to the line a little too much. I was thinking, I think of just scoring wings. Tobias Harris has to be one of them. Oh, one thing I've learned about lot, the games that we write is, <laughs> when in doubt, always Tobias Harris. Yeah. Always. <laughs> He's on every single list. I, I wish he was on, on the Spurs, too. <laughs> so when in doubt, Tobias Harris on the Spurs. <laughs> oh, back to Noah. This one's tight. There's only two names How about, left. Uh... You know, I kind of I feel like uh, T.J. Warren plays a lot like Demar Derozan does, Ooh. where he takes like a lot of middies. I, I could totally be wrong because um, I was going to guess Joel Embiid, but you said there's no more big men. So, Bubble T- Warren is, is T.J. Warren in there? Like he number he miss number a lot of games, nine, right? number nine on that list. Four hundred forty-three for T.J. Warren. <laughs> Let's go, Ty. Can you get that last no- name for the win? <laughs> Can I get a hint? Is it Eastern Western Conference? <laughs> uh, I'll give you. I'll give you a hint. It's a guard, not it's a wing. Guard. It's a guard. Well, oh, man. <sighs> and it's not yeah, Dame. Oh, I'll tell you, it's oh, not wait. Dame. <laughs> I, can I ask a question real quick? Sure, I is, may is not ben answer, Simmons, but you can. Does he count as a guard? Does uh, Ben Simmons count as a guard? He he counts as a guard in my mind, but um, that's not going to help you. How much, okay. how much time did Ben... I was going to say, Ben Simmons probably missed a bit too much time. He did. He missed a lot of time. Uh, I, I, I'm just going to... Uh, Chris Paul? Not Chris Paul. It is Colin Sexton is the last name what? on this what? list. Whoa. Yeah, number 17 with 416. Yeah, so Noah takes that game. That was a close game. That was good, guys. I'm very impressed. So, wait, so Colin Sexton made the list, but Zach Levine didn't? Zach Levine takes too many threes. That's it. It's guys that's who crazy. take too many threes. Yeah, it's crazy. But that's the Was way it works. Was Julius Randle close? I also thought about guessing Julius Randle, but you said no, like, big man. Was he close? No, I think he. I think the bubble affected that him. I think the fact that he wasn't in oh, the bubble, I think, hurt. That makes sense. You know what? If I, if I was looking at Colin Sexton's points from last season where he's averaging 20 points a game, I probably should have guessed him. Yeah, he's, he's on that's a lot tough. of the chucker lists. I don't think I would have ever said him. <laughs> <laughs> he's on a lot of the chucker lists. Um, okay, Damn, so he that shot forty two percent. Okay, Damn. <laughs> he's I shooting. I had to look at his numbers. <laughs> he and Drummond both are actually playing pretty well um, so far this season. Uh, we're going to shift to a game called Name That Team. It's a bidding game. You'll choose a category in a year or a time frame, and then bid how many names you need me to give you off that roster in order to name the team. So I name them for the person I view as the least known to the most known. So like if it was. Uh, the Blazers this year, Damian oh. Lillard would be the last name I would say. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Um, yeah. So, uh, so you could say something like, I could name that team in eight names, and the next person would say, I name it in six, and then the next person might say, name that team, and then uh, you'll get your six names. If you get it right, great, you get a point. If you get it wrong, then it goes to the next person with an additional name, and so on, until the team is actually named. Uh, you only get one chance to bid. So uh, if it goes through all four of you, then the, le- the, the last person's bid will go. Like, it, it doesn't keep cycling through. Um, so that's it. So we're going to go, let's see here, Ty is behind so we're going to start with ty then mac then noah then paul 
in this one. Uh, Ty, you can have one of two categories. You can have, we can't stop here. This is backcountry. Teams the Spurs played against when bats showed up in the arena. Mm. Or you can have uh, <laughs> analytics be damned. Teams with the league leader in two-point shots made that year. Let's go with the bats. Okay. Do you want, do you want a team from, uh, let's see, from like 2009, 2010, or a team from 2018, 2019? Give me the 1819, because I know I'm not going to do good with it. Oh, <laughs> All right. How many names Give out of 15? Give me the latest team. <laughs> how many names out of 15 do you need? Let's go with at least seven. Seven. Okay. Mac, you want to go lower than seven or have him name that team? Um, let's have him name that team. All right. Ty, here are your seven names. Theo Pinson, Rodion's Curix, Rondé Hollis Jefferson, Travion Graham, Kenneth Nets. Farid. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That, that is the Nets. <laughs> I, I remember, no, I, I, I say this because I remember the, I remember the game itself. I remember the game, and I was like, once I heard Rondé Hollis Jefferson, I was like, shit, that's a Nets. That's a yeah. Nets team. Nets. Yeah. And I remember D'Angelo <laughs> Russell like like going back into the tunnel being like, nah, nah, I'm not messing with that Nets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's the way the game works. We're going to go uh, this time Mac, uh, same two categories as before, or you can do analytics be praised. Teams with the league leader in defensive box plus minus that year. Let me do... Let me do the analytics be praised. All right, do you want a team from uh, the 2000s or the 2010s? Let me do the 2010s. Okay, and uh, how many names out of 15 do you need? Let me try. I think. Let me try seven. I think seven is a pretty good one. Pretty good number. Noah. Want to go lower? No, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to name that, so let Mac get this one for sure. All right, I like your chances here, Mac. Kevin Martin, Ray McCallum, Rajul Butler, Boban Marjanovic, Jonathan Simmons. Kyle Anderson and Boris Diaw. Oh, that's going to be the Spurs. That is the Spurs, <laughs> <Nice>. absolutely. <laughs> I was going to say, once I heard Boban, I'm like, yeah. that can't be any, that can't be the Pistons or, or the like, Mavs. That has to be. Yeah. Uh, Matt, can I you like name that. Who, I like that question. Can, can you name who led the league in defensive box plus minus off that roster that year? Ooh, was that, was it Tim Duncan that year? It was Tim Duncan, absolutely, Mac. So oh, Mac man. has tied nice. Noah now. <laughs> uh, Noah, you get uh, the same category, those three categories, or you could do ten or less teams that won ten or less games in a season. I guess I'll go ten or less. We'll see. How <laughs> All right. Do, do you want? Do you want? I mean, those would be like Cleveland. <laughs> These are tougher, right? Because they're 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 bad teams. So, uh, do you want uh, 2010s or 1990s? Oh, 2010s for sure. <laughs> All right. How many out Just of 15? think about the Knicks or Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> How many names out of 15 uh, do you I need? Think... Oh, I, I think seven's been the lucky number so far. I think I'm going to go with seven. All right, Paul. I I set the president. Uh, oh, boy. I feel like Noah's going to get this with seven, so I'm going to say six. Six. All right, Mac. Or Ty, I'm sorry. Ty? You know what? I'm going to say five. Hell. Atta boy. There it is. (laughs) Mac, you want to go lower than five? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, if we're doing this, let's let's pull it to four. Four. All right. So so here are your four names, Mac. Eduardo Najera, 
DeSagana Diop, Corey Higgins, and Matt Carroll. Uh, the second time Matt Carroll has been brought Oh, no, we brought up Matt Bonner. Never mind. Getting my Bonners and my Carrolls mixed up. <laughs> Aren't they the same person? They might be. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm Just just for the sake of the joke, I'm going to go with the Knicks. Not, the, not the Knicks. Knicks. Noah, your next name is Reggie Williams. Okay, when you said Eduardo Nahara, I was like, I, I'm pretty Wait, sure when it's be... the, bo- the Bobcats, right? It, it is the Bobcats. Fantastic. Wait, hold on. I thought I said five. Yeah, but uh, so oh, it, I know goes it is to go yeah, but, the but next I got it wrong, order, so... right? Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. Um, so, yes, absolutely. No, it is the Bobcats. Um, this is the worst record in NBA history, uh, Noah. <laughs> can, can you name how many points they uh, or how many games they won that year? Oh, uh, probably not. I'll go with like 14 because I'm pretty sure the Nets won like 12 games one season. So I think it's got to be around that, right? Like 14 or so. Not 14. Ty, do you want to take a shot? Remember, the category is 10 or less. Teams that won 10 or less games in a season. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Well, I obviously was not paying attention well enough. I deserve that. I deserve that for sure. (laughs) Ty, want to take a guess for a bonus point? Uh, let me go. Trying to think of. I'm gonna go our lucky number. I'm gonna say seven. It is seven, <laughs> absolutely. Tough. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm surprised it wasn't fourteen. I really am still surprised it was not fourteen. All right, Paul. Paul, uh, you know the the categories. Tell me if you want me to repeat them. Which one uh, are, are you in, most interested in? You you choose for me, pal. Yeah, let's do analytics be damned. What do you Teams feel like with reading? the league leader in two-point shots made that year. This is a team. Do you want okay. 2000s or 2010s? 2000s. 2000s. All right. There are 15 names, Paul. How many do you need? I'm going to I want to make this real fun. We're going to make this a, a, a I'm going to put a lot of pressure here on Ty. I'm going to say two names. Two names. Whoa. Oh, this this Whoa, should be fun. Ty, <laughs> Ty, team for the 2000s. Do you want to go one? <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Why not? Let's just go with it. Oh, you don't have to, it. man. You get if, if you if you. I'm gonna get it wrong, so you're gonna get three names. <laughs> you right. know what? <laughs> All right, F- Theo Ratliff, Ty. That's the name from 2007, 2008. I'll give you the year: 2007, 2008. Teams with the league leader in two point shots made that year. I'm just gonna throw this out here: Boston Celtics, not the Celtics. Uh, let's see. Here. We're I was going... gonna say the same thing. Dang. <laughs> Uh, Mac, Gerald Green is your next name. So Theo Ratliff and Gerald Green. Theo Ratliff. And this is the, the league leader in two-point shots, right? Yep. In the 2000. In, 2007, in what, what 2008. 2000? 7, 8. Uh, Theo Ratliff, Gerald Green. I'm, I'm going to do – I don't know why I keep thinking of the Nets. Not the Nets. Noah, Michael Doliak. Who? <laughs> <laughs> um, God. Portland, uh, Oregon's own Michael Doliak. I, I don't even. I don't even know what team. I. You know what? Just for the sake of it, I know it's not them, but I don't know who it is. Is it the Portland Trailblazers? I have no it, idea what teams these guys played for. It's not the Portland Trailblazers, and I'll give you this one's hard. This one's really hard. So, <laughs> Paul, Greg Buckner. Are we just gonna keep going? <laughs> I think I have it. Yeah. I think it's the. I think it's the New York Knicks. It is not the New York Knicks. <laughs> oh, oh, I would be so man. upset if I, I thought it was mellow. Ty, Chris Richard. 
Okay. Oh, man. Chris Richard. Pistons? Not the Pistons. Matt. Kirk Snyder. Kirk Snyder. Just sounds like the most generic name I've ever read. Kirk Snyder. Like, like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm yeah. fairly confident you're making people up now. Is he white with brown hair? <laughs> yeah, five nine, that... white with brown hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let's let's go with um, Chris Bouchard. Let's go with the Kings, Sacramento Kings. Not the Kings. Noah Craig Smith. I, honestly, I know you're not, but it sounds like you created like a generic NBA 2K draft class, <laughs> <laughs> and I have no idea. Like, I don't. I, I try. I kind of pride myself on knowing a little bit of NBA history, but I have no idea. Th- this like, one's shot tough. in the dark. Um, is it the is it the Seventy Sixers? Did somebody already say them? No, not the Seventy Sixers. Nobody said okay, them. Okay, I'll go with the Sixers. Paul, this is the first name I think might start to give it away. Randy Foy. Yeah, but Randy Foy played on so many different teams. <laughs> look, look, but I gave you the year. It do- that doesn't help. Uh, it, it should. Paul, I'll I'm say, disappointed in you, I, as I, usual. I will say the Minnesota Timberwolves. It is the Minnesota Timberwolves. There you there go. You nice, go. Job. nice job, Paul. Uh, Ty, can you name who the, the leader in two-point shots was in 2007-2008 off the Minnesota Timberwolves? I'm going to say Kevin Garnett. Not Garnett. He, he, was, he was a Celtic that year. Mac, can you name it? All right, that's what I thought. It's not um, easy. <laughs> did the Minnesota Timberwolves even have anybody good on that team? <laughs> Is that you? Uh, it de- depends how you define good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with um, no. I, I have. Uh, can I pass? <laughs> yeah, you can pass, Noah. Okay, so. This is funny, but I actually just read the the book Sprawl Ball, and they mentioned Al Jefferson, and I'm pretty sure Ooh. he's on that team because they said he's like in love with the two point shot. Like analytics hated him, so I, I gotta yeah. go with him. I'm pretty sure he was absolutely. on the team that year. Like he got absolutely. traded from Kevin yeah. Garnett, right? Al Jefferson, absolutely. That's a great poll. Fantastic. So, um, guys, I have one more game, but it's up to you because I know we we're running on time. So it's up to you if you want to keep playing or not and play a different game or if you want to call it. Let's keep going. I'm having fun with this. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good okay. to go. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm so, totally good. So this is a game called Pass the Buck. It's a new game. It's one that we hadn't really uh, uh, done until the last few weeks, but it's one that we're having fun. So basically, I'm going to ask you a trivia question, and you can either answer it or you can pass the buck to somebody else. Uh, if you answer it and you get it right, you get a point. If you answer it and you get it wrong, you lose a point. If you pass oh. the buck, then you bet on whether or not they can get it right. If you bet correctly, you get a point. If you bet incorrectly, you lose a point. So if, so if you ask me a question, I might say, I bet Paul gets it wrong, and if Paul gets it right, I lose a point, but if Paul gets it wrong, I get one. Does that make sense? Basically, you, you're betting. So, yep. um, I'll let, uh, let's hear. We'll go Ty, Mac, Noah, Paul in this situation. Um, some of these are really easy. Some of them are not. They are all Spurs related. So, uh, Ty, what college did Tim Duncan go to? Wake Forest. Wake easy. Forest, absolutely. So, Ty gets a point for that. Mac. Uh, let's go. Um, Mac, I, I'm going to give you a bonus point opportunity. This is not your question, and you don't lose a point if you get it wrong. Can you name the last first rounder out of Wake Forest? This is not a spur. Oh, uh, they were just they were just drafted. Um, 2017. Yeah. And if anybody else can name it, feel free to shout it out. 
John Collins. Oh, I John Collins I was the is, last but one. I think, yeah. <laughs> oh, John Collins. <laughs> yeah. John Collins. All right. So, uh, Mac, name one of the teams Becky Hammond made an all-star as a WNBA player. The um, so she she made an all-star with two different teams. Name one of them. I think she. Was, I think it was with the silver the silver Spurs or um, yes. Sorry, the, the San Antonio team. <laughs> Yeah, I gave I gave you that. I knew what you, I knew what you meant. The, the stars, yes, the stars. Uh, yes, Ty, the stars. can you can name I, the other can one? Can I get a bonus point for naming the other one? Yeah, I said New, New York Liberty. Yes, the Liberty, absolutely yeah. for a bonus. Yep. All right, Noah. What rank did David Robinson attain in the Navy? Oh man, uh, I bet whoever's in front of me doesn't know because <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I, I really don't so you know. can bet whoever you can, you can name who you're betting on. Who's who's close to me in the leaderboard? Or am I uh, at, uh, am I at the top or in the middle? Yeah, you have I? five. McIntyre are tied with four each, so it's close. And the, right. by uh, the way, the the I'll, person I'll, you I'll ask bet. doesn't. By, by the way, the person you bet on can't lose a point; they can only gain. So. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, okay, okay. So then I guess I bet that I bet Mac doesn't know. I bet Mac doesn't know because he won't lose a point, and I'll gain a point, right? If he's wrong, I get a Correct. point. Correct. Correct. Yeah, Mac. Okay. Yeah, I oh, guess sh- I bet Mac doesn't know because I, I sure, sure don't. I have no idea. Okay. Holy moly, that that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Mac, what rank did David Robinson attain in the Navy? But jokes on you because I know it's lieutenant. No, <laughs> it is lieutenant. No. <laughs> Fantastic. So Noah loses a point. Mac gets a point, and Mac is in the lead. All right. Dang, uh, let's go. <laughs> Paul, David Robinson is one of only six players to record 70 or more points in a single game. Can you name one of the other five? Yeah, very easily. But I'm going to make Ty answer it. And he's going to get it right. <laughs> Ty is going to get it right. I am. All right. Wilt Ty. Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain is correct. So Ty gets a point. Paul gets a point. Uh, Matt, can you name another one for a bonus? Um, yeah, can you, can you repeat the question real quick? Sure, a player, uh, one of, let's hear, one of the five other players that aren't David Robinson or Wilt Chamberlain that scored at least 70 in a game. Um, let's do... And you can't lose a point here because these are bonus. And it's, and, it's, and it's any player, right? It can be any player? Yep, any player, all time. There's only five other players to have ever done it. Kobe Bryant, rest in peace. Kobe, absolutely. Noah, can you name another one? For a bonus, it's just it's just seventy or seventy or it, more. It has to be more than seventy. Yep, seventy or more. Okay, Devin one, Booker one of scored them, seventy a few yep. years ago against yep, Devin the, Booker the Celtics counts. in a loss. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Devin Booker counts. Uh, there are two more. They are really hard. Shout them out if you know them. Otherwise, I'm just going to say them. I have them, but I want to let the guys guess. Um, MJ one, not MJ. All right, who are they, Paul? I believe it's Elgin Baylor. That's correct. And the other one is someone I don't know who and he is. <laughs> the other one is the the Skywalker, David Thompson. It is David Thompson, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Nice. So uh let's who? see. Here. So we went <laughs> So it's Ty's turn, I believe, right? Ty, Mac, Noah, Paul. Uh Ty, what's Manu Ginobili's Ginobili's actual first name? Emmanuel. That's, That's correct. Absolutely That's, fantastic. Oh. <laughs> Mac, how many championships have the Spurs won? Um, let's see. That's hard. I don't um, think he knows it. I don't know that one. Uh, just <laughs> Look, give me five. Five, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Noah, what was the original name of the Spurs prior to moving to San Antonio? 
uh, the Dallas Chaparrals. Absolutely. Good. Uh, Noah, they briefly had a different name, but never played a game under that name before being called the Spurs. Do you know what that name was for a bonus? Were they the Virginia Squires? Not the Virginia Squires. Not the one I'm thinking of, anyway. No, they when they uh, when San Antonio bought them and brought them in, they briefly called them the Gunslingers. But before they ever played a game, oh. they changed it to the Spurs. Wow! So, a little yeah, piece of trivia that. there. Uh, Paul, what famous spur was nicknamed the Iceman? Oh, George Gervin. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Finger George, roll, George mm-hmm. Gervin. <laughs> Ty, how old is Tony Parker right now? <laughs> right now, today, <laughs> today, right now. <laughs> Give me the exact <laughs> hour. <laughs> Um, I'm going to pass this to Paul. And is Paul oh, no. going to get it right or wrong? <laughs> oh, Tony <laughs> Parker. I'm going to say um, it wrong. I'm definitely going to get it wrong, unless I guess really well. Do I have to be, like, accurate down to the month or anything? No, just the year. <laughs> just the year? Okay, I'm going to guess Tony Parker is younger than me. So I'm going to say he's 37. Not 37. It's 38. Very close. Ty gets a point. That was very also, also sh- <laughs> But I, I was like right. You, he is younger than me. So I, I like, that you, I like that you asked that. I like that you asked that, me that question because I share a birthday with Tony. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. That's, cool. that's cheating. <laughs> uh, Mac, there are three Spurs Finals MVPs. Can you name one? Um, uh, the He Who Shall Not Be Named. Yeah, that's right. He who shall not be named. Yeah, 2014. Noah, can you name another one for a bonus? Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan, absolutely. Can you name the last one, Ty? Tony Parker. Tony Parker, absolutely. That was the easy one, guys. Noah, uh, you are one point behind. Uh, uh, And Ty and Mac are tied at eight. Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge signed for how much money when the Spurs got him from Portland in 2015? Oh God! Uh, and you can you can either give know. me the total uh, or the per year. Either one, I'm happy. Either one. Total or per year? Well, <laughs> if I get it wrong, do I lose a point? You do, or you can bet on somebody else. Can I? Okay, well, I guess I'll, I'll bet on Ty since Ty's ahead of me, or I guess Max ahead of me. But I already kind of targeted Max, so yeah, I'll, I'll bet Ty doesn't know. <laughs> you bet Ty does not know. Ty, do you so, know how much money yeah, Lamarcus Aldridge signed? This was... I, I can do per year. Either one, per year or total. Does that have to be average? Because I know I know those contracts are average. weird. Average, average or total. Either one. I'm going to say $22 million per year on average. Around, $20 around million per million year. Million year. $20 million per average. So Noah gets a point. And it is all tied up. And there's one more question. Uh, Paul is up, but I'm not going to give Paul this opportunity. Uh, Mac. Uh, no, Ty. It's Ty's turn. Ty, who was Kawhi Leonard traded for? After being drafted by the Pacers in 2011. Oh wait, so wait, he was who he was traded for uh-huh. in the 2011. Yep, it's gonna be it's gonna be George Hill. It is George Hill, and Ty is our winner by one point. Hey. Yeah. yeah, let's go. That was good. After, nice. after Colin Sexton robbed me earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Nine eight eight was the final score. Um, guys, thank you so much for letting us come and play the games. Um, I have fun. I hope you guys had fun with them too. Hope I made them spursy enough. <laughs> no, that was great. It was, Absolutely, it was a great time. Great time. Uh, where can they find? Where can they find you guys once again? Uh, so or on you Twitter can find at us at Even yeah. Odds Podcast. 
<laughs> I got you. I got you, Brandon. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, we're on Twitter at Even Odds Podcast. We're on Instagram at Even Odds Podcast. You can find us anywhere you find your podcasts: uh, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, uh, Anchor, a whole bunch of them. Um, if you give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts, it helps people across the world find us, which is always always appreciated. Um, guys, thank you so much for having us on. Yeah, absolutely. Thank yeah, you for thanks for on. joining us. That was a blast. Like that was really fun, and it was close, which made it even better. Wait, so who was the overall winner? I, I, I think I missed that. Oh, Tied God. by one point. <laughs> Why are you guys going to give him such, such a big head? <laughs> We're never going to hear the end of this until the next time. Jesus. Hey, I, I'm just proud because I suck at trivia, and for once, I'm good at trivia for one day. So I'm I'm going to be taking this, and I'm going to be running with it. I'll tell you what. You you run with it, and then we'll run this back on our podcast in a while, in a few months. All right. I'm we'll let you, we'll let you soak in the victory, and then we'll 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 do it you know for a full hour. I'm just gonna run, I'm just gonna tell <laughs> him to, to boot up boot up Call of Duty or, or Rocket League. <laughs> I, I am trash at every other game. So again, I'm good at something for once, and I will take it. Um, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to be taking back the reins. Uh, that's it. That's it for the At the Line Podcast crossover episode. Again, f- get them at where can they find you guys? Just one more time, social on social media. Even Odds Podcast on Even Odds Podcast. Make sure to check them out. Uh, you can get check us out on Twitter at the Line Pod. Make sure to check out the At the Line Show as well on Twitter for all of the post game shows after every single Spurs game this season. Noah, where can they follow you and all your lovely content? Yes, you can find my words at Pounding the Rock. You can see my tweets at N underscore Magaro, M-A-G-A-R-O. And if you're listening to the At The Line podcast, then you already know where to find us for our At The Line podcast. Mac, where can they find you? Yeah, I don't have any words, but um, you can definitely find me, my tweets <laughs> at, at MacPenya. And you can find all of my content at the Ty Yeager, or you can check out the new Spurs, the San Antonio Spurs Zone News for San Antonio and Fox Twenty Nine. But for the equal, I'm sorry, Paul and Brandon. What was your podcast? <laughs> even odds it's podcast. Even I was going to say equal odds. I don't know why. But for the <laughs> even odds podcast and for the at the and for the at the line crew, we'll see you guys next time. Hey guys, have you ever listened to At The Line and then suddenly think, huh, I kind of want to make my own podcast? Well, guess what? I have something that's going to be the best tool for you in starting off your podcast. It's called Anchor, and this is what we use here at The Line. One, it's absolutely free to use, and guess what? I know some of our hosting websites, they cost money to have you start your podcast, host it, and all that. Anchor doesn't do that. It's absolutely free. And there's even creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer if you don't have all the equipment that you want. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so you don't have to go to all these other websites and figure out, how do what what do I put? How do I get this? It's so confusing. Anchor, although, makes it easy for you. And they will put your podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcasting websites. And guess what? The best part of it? You can make money from your podcast, but no minimum listenership. That means you can do your podcast for free while making money. Who doesn't love that? And it's everything that you need to make your podcast in one place. So make sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your free podcast.